Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Good Risings, I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We're on day four of our week talking getting back to you. As you may recall, we kicked off the week with a conversation on the power of nostalgia and reflection and using it to explore old attributes or paths to happiness you'd like to test out in your adult life. Tuesday, we talked old hobbies and sports. Yesterday, we considered reconnecting with an old friend. And today, we're talking visits to your old stopping grounds. On Monday, we talked about how visiting familiar places of the past with friends from that period of time in a strange way connects us with our future selves. It's the idea that one day we'll look back on these present moments in the same way we look back on those. Drawing such strong ties between who we were then and who we are now and who we will be in the future can make the experience of life feel singular instead of frayed or disjointed, which it often seems to be. Today, we're considering the idea that visits to our old stomping grounds can help to ignite old memories or passions in us that we'd otherwise forgotten or abandoned. But why does visiting these familiar places help to trigger otherwise forgotten memories? We've long understood the hippocampus is central to memory recollection. But according to Scientific American, more recently, it was established that the frontal cortex is also involved. Current thinking holds that new memories are encoded in the hippocampus and are eventually transferred to the frontal lobes for long-term storage. A new study led by Christine Smith and Larry Squire at the University of California at San Diego now provides evidence that the age of a memory determines the extent to which we are dependent on the frontal cortex and hippocampus for recalling it. In other words, the location of a recollection in the brain varies based on how old that recollection is. And why? It may be because retrieving older memories requires stronger associations and increased effort. Memory encoding in the frontal cortex is more complex than in the hippocampus and involves a widely distributed network with a greater number of connections. The frontal cortex may therefore be better suited to the task of retrieving memories that were encoded in the distant past. More, researchers are beginning to understand that the context in which memories are formed is crucial in remembering them later. It's known as contextual binding theory. Memory is often directly correlated with the location the event took place. But beyond that, it also has something to do with the state of mind we're in at the time the memory is formed. This explains why visiting old locations with the same people used to frequent those spots alongside further helps to drudge up memories and associated emotions. It can also help to better remind us who we were at the time, how we thought, and why we thought the way we thought. It's a fantastic means of jumpstarting a little bit of self-exploration. You might be familiar with the Miranda Lambert song, The House That Built Me, where she shows up at the door of her childhood home and asks the new inhabitants if she can take one last look inside. She sings, I thought if I could touch this place or feel it, this brokenness inside me might start healing. 
out here it's like I'm someone else. I thought that maybe I could find myself. If I could just come in, I swear I'll leave. I won't take nothing but a memory from the house that built me. And that's what this is all about. Reconnecting with our younger selves. Sure, it can be for the purpose of healing old wounds, but it can equally be about learning from our younger selves. It can be in pursuit of that same kind of joy, that same carefree spirit, that same confidence. It can be anything at all we want it to be. Like we said on Monday, nostalgia is our means of reaching through time and holding the hand of our younger selves. What we choose to pull into our present day is entirely up to us. It's just important we remember that we have the tool of recollection at our disposal. Instead of allowing it to haunt us, as it sometimes does, we can use it to empower us. We have some exciting news. You can now search more than 700 Good Risings episodes on the new Fathom FM app, the podcast player from the future. Go to fathom.fm slash goodrisings and ask questions to hear answers directly from the Good Risings podcast. Remember, if you'd like to continue the conversation, feel free to reach out through Instagram at goodrisings or you can find me at bmcmuffin. And you can find me at Wood underscore one. Come back again tomorrow for the final day of our week on getting back to you. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu.